No, bad news about AMD's new graphics cards launching next week. Also, Apple updated their App Store policies and Google updated how you're gonna search for things. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And don't forget that we do have hot news as a podcast available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Google ones that you enjoy. It'll be linked down in the video description, but let's get into today's top story, which is the RX 7900 series GPUs, which are launching on December 13th. Well, there's more details coming out from Igor's lab, as well as from a bunch of other publications, kind of indicating that the GPU launch will not be as smooth as once was expected due to many different factors. There will be supply constraints, there will be political constraints, and it looks like there still might be some BIOS driver issues that are uh, not fully worked out. So Igor's lab claiming that there's going to be roughly 10,000 GPUs made by AMD that are going to be available for the Europe, Middle East and Africa region, with about 3000 of those being allocated to Germany. And it does not seem like that is a huge amount of GPUs, considering the full region that they're actually covering. 3000 for Germany seems like an okay amount if it's only a reference card and that there might be some AIB partners who are also going to be during the launch, but it again, doesn't appear like that's going to be happening because there are still BIOS issues that are affecting the delivery of the GPUs and making it so that AIB partners are not comfortable in actually launching their GPUs in December and will likely push those launches until January. So there does seem like there's gonna be very few stock for EMEA and then for anything else that could help alleviate stock is suffering from BIOS issues. But then in another part of the world, in China, it appears that they are not going to be getting reference edition launches happening because of the fact that AMD makes their GPUs in Taiwan and they have a made in Taiwan stamp on them and they are going to be canceling the Chinese GPU launch because of that and political tensions that are going on between China and Taiwan, which is its own sovereign entity, regardless of what China wants to say. Additionally, it's coming out that there are a lot of factory closures that potentially have impacted the launch of the 7900 series because of the surge in COVID that's happening in China and making it so that there is not as many factories that are actually able to produce the graphics cards right now. So despite the fact that early indications seem to be that AMD was going to have plenty of stock for this launch, it just has continued to trickle out that this might not be as exciting, as vigorous, as bountiful as we were kind of hoping due to BIOS issues that AMD's having, driver issues AMD's having, stock issues, and even potential political issues. And now my desk is increasing. Kyler, my desk got sentient on me there. I touched the button or something. I should probably unplug this. I don't need a standing desk for hot news. I don't know what's going on. There's also some indication that NVIDIA might still be choosing to drop the prices on the RTX 4080 cards, especially as December progresses, if AMD actually is able to keep up with demand on the 7900 series because Nvidia just likely has not, number one, has not been able to sell the 4080s, but then also number two, will no longer be able to sell the 4080s once AMD's competitor is out in the open. So let me know whether or not this excites you, bums you out, where you're gonna be waiting in line at a micro center to pick one of these bad boys up. I wanna hear from you down below in the comments, but we are getting some more AIB partner models being pictured. We've got ASRock's Phantom Gaming and Tai Chi cards actually being pictured before they're officially announced by ASRock, but those are some good looking cards. Let me slipper you up some care, son, in the crypto stonks department. Segways don't need to make sense. Bitcoin's up just a scooch to be at 16,985. Ethereum's down just a little bit to be at 1252, and Dogecoin is down 1.93% to be at 9.9 .9 cents. And Reese, 
I really loved your UFD deals yesterday. They were bountiful, plentiful. They were a ripe harvest for my wallet. What you got for us today, friend? Yo, welcome back to UFD deals, bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. I haven't slept, so let's make this quick so I can take a nap. Okay, carrying on with yesterday's Lenovo deals, we have the Lenovo IdeaPad 1. With its 15.6 inch 1080p touchscreen display, a Ryzen 7 5700U, 12 gigs of DDR4 and 512 gig SSD, you can pick this up for only $479.99, which is $300 off. And then we have the Lenovo Smart Clock, second generation, with a four inch display and built-in Google Assistant. I literally have smart assistants all over my house. I don't think I've switched on a light physically in like over a year at this point. You can pick these up for $29.99, which is $40 off and then we have the delta hub copio 2.0 ergonomic wrist dress i actually have two of them i won these by letting them know i make fun of bread for a living you can pick these up for 33.99 which is 24 percent off and lastly we have the msi geforce gtx 1650 going for only 225 which is 30 percent or what's that 94.99 dollars off and with that don't forget you can find the links to these and more in the video description until next time cheers thanks reese i hope you fall in line with new company policy like ford is actually trying to get their dealers to do. They had their dealer summit, which is when all of the Ford dealerships come together and participate in what's going on. Ford laid the vision for the fact that they want to pursue an electric future, and they gave the option for their dealers to actually participate in this because the way that Ford does it and most other car manufacturers, the dealers are their own businesses that don't have to explicitly listen to the parent company. The parent company can kind of punish them, but they are slightly separate. But what actually came out of that meeting is that a large portion of the dealers are choosing to actually move forward with Ford's Model E plan, which is to accelerate the innovation and breakthrough of electric vehicles at scale. And this involves several different things. There was an EV certified plan as well as a certified elite plan where the dealership either has to invest about a half a million dollars to get one publicly DC fast charger for repairs and maintenance. They don't get any EVs to show and they get no presence on Ford.com. But if they're part of the certified elite plan, they invest between one and $1.2 million. They'll have two DC public fast chargers, demo units, rapid replenishment of demo units, and also listing on Ford.com. So it's very clear that Ford is doing their best with the archaic structure of dealerships to try to make it so that these dealerships are incentivized to actually participate in this. However, a significant portion of dealerships have chosen not to participate in the Model E program, and they will not have a chance to actually enroll in this again until 2025, which would then allow them to sell these EVs in 2027, which seems a little far out and a little like it's like too too late almost, but we'll have to see how this rollout happens. But with those new plans, Ford's going to be rolling out with the electrification of their dealerships. This could actually mean that they're one of the largest public fast charging networks in the United States of America because of just the amount of stations that they're going to have, because there's only 850 plus EV go stations, roughly 800 Electrify America stations and just around 1500 superchargers for Tesla here in the US. But with all of the public DC fast chargers that the dealerships would have to incorporate and with how many have signed up to be part of the Model E program, that would mean that they would have roughly 3,500 fast chargers available. Again, Ford stipulating that they have to be made available 
to the public. They have to be at dealerships, so it creates a weird situation where like, it doesn't necessarily make it so that it'll make sense that they're in good locations, but the number of chargers will be robust. And I think it was something like, most Americans live within like 20 miles of a Ford dealership. So if a lot of these dealerships are signing on, this could be good for the electrification of the charger networks here in the United States. And Google's trying to electrify you and what you're doing here on YouTube because they're stealing some stuff from Twitch. They're giving your own YouTube emotes that you can in comments on streams and videos. And it's currently not available on mobile, which is kind of weird. It seems a little backwards to me, but is available on the desktop version where you can comment YouTube emotes. And if you have access to that, you better be spamming it down below in the comments today only, okay? Let me see all of your YouTube emotes that you wanna bring out. But that's not the only change Google's actually gonna be making. They're now making it so that there's infinite scrolling that's taking place on desktop web searches where they'll present, it's not infinite scrolling, it's continuous scrolling, but six pages of Google search results will actually appear on a singular page before you actually have to click on a button to take you to new results, which is roughly how it is on the mobile version of Google right now, but this makes it so that it's available on the web. But Apple is also making a lot of changes when it comes to the App Store in pricing and how they let their developers actually structure their price and making it so that you can have App Store subscriptions as low as 29 cents or going all the way up to $10,000 with nearly 900 different price points being made available to the different developers, which is nearly 10 times the number of price points previously available for most apps. And that the higher price points, once you get up into that upper echelon of getting towards $10,000 have to be manually approved by Apple so that it's not a scam or it's not that weird like when the iPhone originally came out, it was like, I'm very rich. Like there was a $10,000 app. Kyler, you remember that? When the when the iPhone first came out, there was like an app where it, the sole purpose was just to prove to people that you had a lot of money. I remember there was an app that did, it, it was like a security camera app and it was like $100. Yeah? And that, that, I always thought that was silly. I'm so glad I roped you into this conversation. Apple also announcing that they're gonna be changing the way that they're handling international pricing with allowing for different local territory pricing that won't be subject to automatic price adjustments and making it just better overall for developers, it looks like, whether or not this is being stemmed from the fact that there's a lot of lawsuits being positioned towards Apple and how they're actually handling developers on their app store, or if this is a native change that they were gonna make regardless remains to be seen, but they're also making changes when it comes to their self-service repair program. If you want to repair some of your iPhones or even the Apple Silicon devices that are now rolling out the self-service repair to Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, Poland, Sweden, Spain, and the UK can actually get the parts and tools to repair their iPhone 12, 13, Mac laptops. And you can go to selfservicerepair.eu in case you want to look at that and do that yourself. Apple changing things for the better, it seems like. I'm sure there's like hidden structures, hidden ways uh, where this is not necessarily beneficial to everybody, but it's at least a good step. And I'm gonna step on out of this episode of Hot News because it's, it's over, it's done, finito. I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully.